podcast, Johnson. I want answers. No. You are listening to I Want Answers. No, the podcast where guests are asked specific questions on a topic to answer immediately and without hesitation. I Want Answers. No. Welcome to I Want Answers Now. I have two very creative guests uh, from realms of my childhood that are very dear to me. They, uh, I found them both uh, and started following them both on Instagram. So uh, despite some, uh, some, some technical issues, we are all here together now to have some, some fun talky times. We have uh, Phantom Cardboard, a, uh, who makes mind-blowing to me trading cards of things that I wish I you know, could have collected back in the day and, and kept in a binder. Uh, and then we have, and I, I hope I don't butcher the name, and I'm sorry if I do. I'm going to look at uh, how it's spelled out here. Nekosatsu Toys. Uh-huh. Did I, all right. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, action figure maker extraordinaire. Really awesome. Like, kind of, it looks to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's you, you're taking elements of like Star Wars and like G.I. Joe and things and kind of melding them into like these like neon fantasy awesome things oh that well, thank a... oh that's what that's <laughs> i couldn't have said it better myself that's right you could have just, you know put that on your on your advertising and give me some credit for that yeah <laughs> how about my resume uh, yeah put it yeah, put on the resume you, you put this both of you on your resumes put that you were on my podcast Ooh, that'll right. that'll flatter the shit out of someone sorry pardon my language <laughs> i know huh okay. shocking so before we get into it, I'd like to ask a random question before we go to the, the form stuff. Um, what was the last thing you guys listened to? Music? Yes. Well, specifically, uh, I mean, I guess you could have listened to like a car accident or <laughs> a child screaming. Uh, yeah, but yeah, like a, like a song or an album. You want to go first or? Um, Sure, I'll, I'll go first. I, okay, I was just in the car and I think we listened to, okay, it was, um, Plastic Love by Marina Takauchi. It was kind of like a, um, I don't know, sort of a trendy, sort of vapor wavy song. Mm. Sorry, if it's a little lame, but I don't know. Um, Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> sure. I was listening to uh, a late seventies Japanese fusion band that the uh, album cover is Dracula playing a flute. So, holy crap! Who is that? It, That's great. Oh. Uh, I'll, I'll find it and I'll send you a link because oh, nice. I'll have to go through my YouTube history. That's where I found it. But it actually is pretty spooky. So beware. <laughs> Never felt uh, so scary before. <laughs> for myself, um, it's been the same thing for the past, uh, I don't know, week or so. Hailstorm's self-titled album. I just kind of a backstory. I've got a son who's on the spectrum and he's the type of type of kid when he likes something, he really likes something. So we went on vacation and on, um, what's that Pandora? I had there like a, like a hailstorm station on it. He must've got an ear for it. So he picked out a CD out of like the CD, you know, place where we have the CDs and he's been listening to the same CD on repeat every day back to back to back to back which i like it so i don't really mind but mm-hmm. that's that's what it is that's pretty awesome yeah oh man it, it could be it could be a worse song so that's pretty good a good thing it's a band you like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i mean he does it's not like he does that with everything so sometimes he'll have his ipad and he'll be listening to something like kid taking a shot in the arm that's screaming 
on repeat all day long. I'm like, yeah, you got to stop that. I can't, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. But good thing. Yeah. Like you said, it is a band that I like, so it's, it's okay. I, I, I don't know them, but they sound heavy by the name. Would that be an accurate statement? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a rock band. It's not like, it's not like screaming rock or anything like that. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a band that's fronted by a female. She's awesome. Lizzie Hale. Um, it's something I just by happenstance got concerts to a tickets a few years ago and blew my face off. So I've listened to it ever since. Right. Awesome. You can share it with the family. Everyone wins. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to assume here, but is it safe to assume that growing up, you both collected action figures and trading cards? Yeah, hell yeah. Safe bet or no? It's okay. No judgment. I definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> and it, it didn't stop as a kid. Nothing wrong with that right. either. <laughs> I, I could say the same. Maybe not. Well, no, you're, you're not asking me if I collected action figures and trading cards, right? Oh, yeah. but oh, Either or or both. Oh, yeah. No, I, I guess I haven't really um been much into trading cards, but action figures for sure. I guess that's kind of self-explanatory, but um, the, uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Are, are, are you offended by the fact that no trading cards were collected? No, no. Okay. I just want to make sure. I don't want this to become a, a tense discussion with, uh, you know, don't want everyone leaving here, you know. Uh, I'm right. just going to walk yeah. out. Yeah. I, can't, I can't do this. Right. It'd be pretty weird because you'd, you'd storm out of your own house. I'll storm out of the room at least. <laughs> no, no, you got to go full out. You got to go out of your own house. Just go for a drive. I got I to drive this one off. Don't like trading cards. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, so and more specific then on that, uh, what would be uh, uh, a few favorites that you maybe have, or maybe like you, you kept or tried to seek out again, or just that you really, really liked to play with? To the fact that like you've, you know, wearing them out. We'll go with action figures first, since you wouldn't really, I guess, wear out trading cards. I didn't you mean kept... to be so defensive about the, no. the trading card. <laughs> no, it's it's it's, it's, it's too it's too it's too late. You've nope, no going back. <laughs> It's already recorded. I'm sorry. It is. It's 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 public record. No, but yeah, what what, what were your uh, what were your go-to action figures? Definitely. Well, it's still um lots of Transformers. Me, I'm really yes. into Transformers. I love Transformers. Um, you know, I was really into Star Wars guys too. I mean, you know, I I sort of had to be, I think to get like the a lot of the inspirations that I have now. You know, mm -hmm. Star Wars guys. Um, mostly like Henner Star Wars, but I had a few of the newer ones too. And um, I was really into Lego also, and more specifically Bionicle. I love Bionicle. Uh, so that's, like, I think, uh, like more that was past my, past my time. I'm aware of it, but I think I was too old for, for such things But at that time, personally. Things. <laughs> oh, it was frivolous. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I, I missed it. Sorry. <laughs> No, you're actually yeah legos that's uh yeah, you can i don't i guess personally I, when i they do have little people so they are they are action figures because they are performing actions and there are lots of them so <laughs> yeah. no i mean i never i, I yeah. don't it, it makes right. total sense yeah yeah would you go with mr cardboard or no i mean you, you can call me my name is jesse <laughs> i typed in phantom cardboard on the uh on the little introduction thing but it's okay it's okay if you use my name okay um no i mean as a i I avoid, I, as a kid, I consider my, as a He-Man kid, mm. like Masters Universe was my thing. Like the first time I saw the cartoon, I loved it. Like 
that's all I that's all I could think about as a kid is Master of the Universe. I print that was my major. I would say I probably had a minor in GI Joe, but for the most part, it was Master of the Universe. I never got into Transformers. Like I couldn't. They weren't my th like I like to me. Like there was Transformers kids and there was He Man kids. Like they didn't really cross over, and I was definitely a He Man kid. Damn worlds are colliding. Yeah. Now I have, a, I have a couple of things. First off, you said you uh, you had a minor in GI Joe. Did you have a master's in Masters of the Universe then? <laughs> of course. Oh yeah. Of course. Now and also, did you say that you didn't collect Transformers as a a jab at at Henny for not uh, collecting trading cards? I knew it would be taken that way, but no. I just <laughs> like if if any time that question would be posed, that's I mean, that's yeah. what I would say. Like I didn't as a kid, I didn't get Transformers like. I didn't have any, like when mm -hmm. I'd go over my friend's house and they did have it, I couldn't put the damn things together. Yeah. Um, I, I couldn't figure them out, you know, but the muscly He-Man guys, I can put a sword in their hand and I can fight. Yeah. So that's, that was my jam. I, I didn't, I, I never had any Transformers either. All right. I said it's two sides of the brain. Oh yeah. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> I, I, I never had any Transformers. I had a, uh, I had a GoBot growing up. Not the same, but. No, was, nice. No, I though you what you I'm it was leader one so at least it was leader one so that was something <laughs> but, but specifically did you have like a favorite favorite character or two uh from each of these uh your most beloved uh action figure series slash cartoons well i guess for, for transformers specifically like um my favorite character well i mean everyone really likes sound like the boba fett of um, yeah, <laughs> mysterious. Or, like, you know, uh, or or maybe Rex. I like Rex too. But um, but I know like uh, when I was growing up, they had um, it was like maybe two thousand five ish. They had like uh, reissues of some of the the G one figures. Yeah. So I got to have some of those when I was younger. So I always really like uh, Hoist and Sunstreaker to uh for their their figures i gotta look up hoist because i can't remember for the life of me what they look like forgive me i'm gonna look he's just like know. a dump guy wait was it the a dump truck one? Oh, okay no. Oh, yeah. like a, oh no no okay adjacent guy i got gotcha. you okay um, i think though my favorite like my favorite just action figure ever like just traditionally it's got to be the uh kenner star wars chewbacca is just so funny i love how like lanky he is and like dog like he looks it's so it's really good i've always really liked that figure a lot it's kind of like mid-scream also just faces <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like in it constant right. anguish confusion <laughs> what's happening for me, it's it's the uh, the first team man figure, not the battle armor. That one you can't even keep his like battle chest armor thing at the it's at the always, right one. It always stays on dent, right? Most yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> no, it's the original He Man. And um, if we're talking about GI Joes, I for whatever reason I always took a liking to Quick Kick. Oh, Quick Kick! Yeah, I always find it funny in the cartoons when if they were in like an Arctic setting, he was still usually yeah, shirtless, shirtless and uh, barefoot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Didn't coat. Yeah, who needs it? Karate, you know, your mind is strong. You don't, you know, you don't need all that stuff when you when you're, yeah. you're that level of karate. Yeah, you got your your chi. Is that makes sense? Your chi protects you from oh, your yeah. your aura. Yeah. 
think that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, you'd think that your kicks would be better if you had like some shoes on or something. Oh, um, I mean, if you, you must know? have like some like some like really uh really solid calluses hard surface on his feet. It's my guess. But I was just gonna say that uh, <laughs> I'm I'm a big sound wave guy. <laughs> that's his yeah, mainly because he could shoot yeah. energon cubes out of his chest. I, was, I like that about him. Um, and he also had like little other living things inside of him, which would come out and grow larger, like unlimited things with cassettes would pop out of them. Uh, but I like Firefly from from GI Joe Cobra. Yeah, but he was my uh, he was my he my favorite because he was, the camouflage and the mask and the explosives. Oh, it was, mwah, it was fantastic. He was uh, he was listed as a saboteur. <laughs> It was a saboteur. That's right. I I've only been to a few conventions in my life, and only because I got to go in for free. Um, but there, I met a guy who was dressed like him, and I insisted on taking many pictures with him. I didn't care if he wanted to or not, but I was I was delighted. Well, you, you can't go dressed as a firefly and turn down pictures. No, no. Yeah, you know, he was happy to do it, but I think after like the tenth one, he's just like, "All right, let's, let's move on now." So, really, what? Uh, I mean, obviously, that's great. what you what you like got you into it in the first place. But was there anything like specific that really pushed you to be like, I want to try to do this. I want to make these things. Like, was there anything that was like, yes, this is what makes me want to do this? Yeah, I think that definitely. I mentioned Lego and Bionicle earlier. Like, I think that from an early age, I've always kind of wanted to like. It wasn't enough, sort of, just to to be able to have like action figure stuff. Like I wanted to like make, make new things and like contribute kind of in that way. Like I've always, I've always felt the need to like where, you know, I've always wanted to make things. Uh, and mostly like, I guess, action figure based things, you know, it's kind of like a, um, a proxy, but um, you know, for a while, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd be just okay with that, you know, and, and it, it, um, it was a long time of, of, of like doing various things where I, before I, I sort of settled on, on finding like focus, you know, I had a time in my life where I really needed some, like some direction or I felt like I, I don't know, I, I needed something to work towards. This was like maybe 2016 ish. I, I had found, you know, artists making their own art, but it, but it was like, it looked like a toy, like a cat, resin cast. Figures and stuff, um, and I was like, man, I, I had no idea that you could. People were were doing that. It was something that like it seemed so like it was like wow, you know, I can really contribute to this field of 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 art and toys myself. You know, that was like a really big a really big uh, I guess realization for me. So that was about 2016. I I started trying to learn how to resin cast and make molds enough um and you know i guess like you look up you know custom toys and stuff enough and then you start seeing you know the same kind of people come up you know same cards and stuff um who's sort of like and and through that i realized that there was sort of a community of people doing it too i mean i know i know you know um like like you know there there there's like a a sort of like a, a group around making these resin bootlegs, you know, sort of like a, a community of, of various artists yeah. doing it. So definitely that helped me, like, once I had the idea to sort of, like, from that and get inspiration and stuff. But, um, yeah, I would definitely say that my, I guess, interest in, like, making toys and stuff had has sort of seemed like it's always been there. 
And uh, on the trading card side of things, what uh, I mean, yeah, that's, so I think that's that's a little um, I don't say different because you, I mean, I don't personally own any of your cards yet, but they look they look like you know anything I would find in, like a baseball card store that I would have gone to as a kid. You know, I mean, I'm like it's like ogling over the stuff in the in the glass cases. Well, thanks for that. I mean, that's that's really the idea. I mean, yeah. as as far as the question, I guess like the let's say the origin story. Yeah, the catalyst, uh, if you would. Yeah, I mean, I was never like, I never like, oh, I need to start my own business or, you know, I, I need to do something like that. It was a little bit more serendipitous. I, I was going to like Comic Cons and I thought it was, you know, I've always loved autographs. I thought it's just like the ultimate thing to have is someone's autograph. And I think I was, I, as, as I recall, I was like Googling like Comic Cons like that maybe were in a drivable distance. And a site came up where you could send stuff to people to get their you know, autographs to the mail. Yeah. And so I started going through my cards um, and I started going through like non-sports cards. Cause you know, when you think about an autographed card, you think about a sports card. And I thought it'd be so novel to have like an autographed non-sports card. Cause it's not like, like I said, it's not really what you think of. It's, it's a little, a little different. Um, and a lot of stuff that I grew up with, I had cards from, but then I started, you know, like I'd see people that are signing through the mail. I'm like, Oh, they don't even, I love this movie or whatever, but they don't have, they never made a card set for that. And not too long before that, I had made cards from one of my daughters was in competitive cheer and the other one was in um, softball. So just as a gag, like as a, a stocking stuffer, I made cards from them. Yeah. Um, they're really, I mean, as far as what I do now, they're really kind of primitive. But that gave me the idea of like, well, I collect cards. I always have. Maybe I can make my own cards. Um, and kind of my perfectionist side took over where I didn't just want to like, you know, make a, a template and then plug everything into that one and just send them out in mass. I wanted to like meld an era of trading card with an era of the movie or TV show or whatever it is with that, what that I, you know, was hoping to get an autograph on. And I, and it couldn't just be good enough. Like, like you were saying, it would look like something that was in the case. It had to be like that to satisfy me. As a card collector, like I noticed like you like did like riffs on like, you know, certain years of like Don Russ or tops, like you had like that, like that flavor that, it fits like the, uh, the the look of it is like totally like that's it fits like the movie like you had to get like a like what about like the the big trouble in little china mm -hmm. was that like a like a donruss or a fleer kind of in yeah. inspired like the mid 80s yeah it, well the yeah. same what i the the usually what i try to do is the year the movie that came out match it to a card set that came out that year so that big trouble set is an 86 donruss right okay you yep. know i may i may alter the color of the set maybe the fit the movie but it has to like for me, it has to pass the eye test. We're like, hey, is that 86 Donners? I didn't know there was a little big trouble card. Yeah. Set. So that's that's sort of the idea. Has anyone actually believed your cards to have like been from like the 80s or 90s or like a, like a true thing that existed like by a company or? Well, I, I get that from time to time. Like, but in and that's I, I want them to pass as that. Like, I I yeah. posted something for um day for just one of the guys uh billy jacoby's um or billy jane is what he goes by now the who played buddy the the brother mm -hmm. his birthday so i, I usually try to try, tie birthdays into cards i made just to you know keep putting my stuff out there but someone commented like i didn't know they made you know card sets for just one of the guys and i it's a custom it's oh it, you should have you should have strung them along and see how long you could fool them for <laughs> that's part of the fun i think well, that, that's that's usually something I would do. Like if someone calls me and it's not the right <laughs> number, and I, I don't just tell them it's not the right right number. I I like 
see how long I can, how far I can take it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I honestly like some of them. I think the like one that I probably would have believed um, if I didn't know better. Uh, you just I, you had one for the uh, Shockmaster, but you did the the did you do the Shockmaster with the Star no. Wars? Oh, you did. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the shot. I'm thinking of the movie Shockmaster. Yeah, I definitely no, did. Shock no, the the Shockmaster. Um, uh, just as to, to fill fill you in, uh, and he, it's there was I don't know. You, you ever watch wrestling at all? Pro wrestling. No, but I think I think I know, I think I know who you're talking about because yeah. um, a lot of people in the bag scene like figures of that guy. Oh, they do. Well, I mean, it, it, it's the it's a it's a stormtrooper helmet. If I'm thinking of the same guy, a bit a bedazzled stormtrooper yeah. helmet, <laughs> very sparkly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but yeah, I thought that was when I saw that. I, I was like, I had, to, I have one of my Best friends, time. Mike. He's 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 huge into wrestling, so I'm like I'm like look look at this, look at it, so that that was really awesome because you had like you had that perfect like uh, I know they had like a million sets of Star Wars cards, and that's that's everything was just like so top notch about it. So there's there's more to it as well. Like um, I'm not surprised that people think they're legitimate. They're like very very convincing and authentic looking. I showed um my dad that today and he was like he totally would have thought that they were real if i didn't explain it to him because um you know well, i mean he used to collect like hockey cards and stuff oh man yeah. it was just they're they're so they're so nice one of your goals and your, your bucket list is full the dad you can check it off now right what was the um the first thing that you sold whether you meant to sell it or not i know people make things and then someone might be interested in buying it or, or if you plan on selling it but what was the first thing that uh you made money off of. I uh, my first thing that I sold was um, I made a figure. It was also the first resin figure I made. Um, I had made uh, multiple stuff. I, I did plan on selling it. it. It was that was part of my goal. Um, it was uh, it was from twenty. I worked on it like in late twenty sixteen, and I released it in twenty seventeen. Was um it was Darth it's called Darth Vapor. Um. I mean, I guess like, you know, it's kind of like a parody on Darth Vader, but when I was in high school and a lot of people, you know, like so many people were, were fake at the time and I thought it was kind of funny, you know, and, and that was a big thing. So like tried to maybe, uh, um, I guess like put some of that, I don't know, influence in there because um, I guess it's more like a parent will read the back because the front's a little bit of a mess um, of the card, but uh, I definitely, I'm still proud of that one. But that's, yeah, Darth Vader definitely the first one I, I sold. Um, for me, I was never like looking to sell them. Um, the cars I was making, um, I more so was showing them off. Um, like, like I said, the, the goal was to try to get autographs on the cards I was making and I would post them on Instagram. I wasn't even like, I wasn't even going by phantom cardboard. It's just like, you know, it's a different, my Instagram account had a different name and a, a guy who still buys my cards I was like, I want to buy your cards. Like, you want to give me, like, you want to trade me money for these cards. That, that's what you're telling me? I, I was blown away. Like, I didn't have a price or anything like that. So he told me the ones he wanted, and I, I put together an order for them. And he told a couple other people. And it, it just kind of a snowball from there to where I, you know, maybe it'd be a good idea if I open a store. That'd be cool. Um, but so I don't remember the specific card because it was like, I want this, 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 and this. 
you know, he's just picking out from what I had posted. Um, but yeah, it was just, it's, it's just kind of um, a coincidence, not a coincidence, but it's just, like, like I said, serendipitous. I wasn't trying to like start a business or sell the cards. I just, I just wanted to mess around uh, with, with graphic art and, and show it off. I'm curious as a follow up on that, the, uh, whatever card stock you use, is it a, uh, similar to what a trading card maybe would have been at that time? Yeah, there's like, I've progressed. I used to use like my very first cards and I've never sold any of these, but the first few that I was sending to try to get autographs were like on about as thick as you can get business card stock. And I got that at Staples. Mm -hmm. Then I, I developed a method where I was bonding and I still use this for like cards that need this look like bonding, um, like really nice, um, photo paper to that same thick card stock. And then I, I was, I happened to call up a local printer and, and just see, you know, what kind of stuff they have. And turns out they had some stock that was very similar, you know, white on front, gray on back to what they used what at least tops use to okay. with their older cards. Um, and, and, you know, they, I, I brought them up a couple files. They printed them out. I'm like, yes, this is what I want. This is, this, oh, nice. this is exactly what I want. <laughs> so you guys stay right here. I'm going to go back to my house. I'm going to put a bunch of stuff on a flash drive. I'll be right back. <laughs> don't, don't change your mind about printing these out for me. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. That worked out in a local place too. Yeah, right up the street. Nice. I was going to ask a, a packaging question that I didn't, I don't think I specified in my questions I sent. Um, so uh, I'll ask Henny first. So there will be a slight delay before the answer comes, which is okay. Uh, but in terms of the packaging, um, have you stuck mainly to card backs? Have you thought to uh, go outside the, the standard or traditional type of packaging and uh, explore other options that may not be so uh, so commonplace, even in the uh, the like the bootleg action figure uh, community. And then I'll have a similar question for Jesse afterwards. Yeah, I would definitely. I I mean, for I I do mainly. Oh man, that was weird. <laughs> I mainly <laughs> I mainly do stick with the with just like a traditional card backs uh, with like a blister bubble on the front, sort of like common you know, from like. Uh, you know, many vintage three and three quarter inch figures, but um, I do occasionally do like a, a header card with a bag, which is also pretty common. But um, I've always really, which people don't usually do in this scene, is like um, like a window box packaging for a, a little guy would be great. I, I usually don't make anything I think that's big enough in like a box window, which is why I haven't really done it yet. But I always love like there's so much more room for like design. And writing on there, like for the to make the presentation like really something, you know, d more developed and stuff. I would I would really like like that where, uh, you know, like uh, it makes the figure and the design like more prominent together, where it isn't like a huge card and a little figure. So I, I think that maybe feel more work in tandem together a little bit better. So I feel like um, definitely a window box, but boxes in general would be they're sort of un common in the bootleg scene but i would love to try that someday yeah, all right uh just a one quick follow-up on that when i last recorded i had four other bootleggers on and i asked them a similar question and only half jokingly asked that they would attempt to make something that i guess could be edible in some <laughs> in some sense just i'm just curious you know and i i don't mean like you know a pot brownie but 
it if that too if you want but like anything just uh just to make something like very unique and i guess a, a like <laughs> a very one of a kind like would you consider it ever if you could do something like that <laughs> oh man if i could make the packaging edible you know probably not oh no I okay. <laughs> um i don't know i like the uh <laughs> not to shoot down your master plan uh so quickly <laughs> You could yeah, have uh, different flavors of variants. Um, <laughs> there's, there's something to be. <laughs> oh man. Um, well, you know, I won't knock it till I try it, but I probably won't try it. <laughs> All right. I'd like to think that you know, like, um, I don't know. I've never been a fan of like lights or when it's like the whole point around forever. I like for things to be recorded, like, and and for things to be like around or like presented as you know they're always meant to be for as long as possible which is kind of fruit because you know like you know the the no toy or art is going to survive the uh heat death of the universe but um uh however many years but um i definitely think that um you know i don't know i don't want to prolong it by having people eat this stuff <laughs> you know fair, fair enough fair enough yeah, for Jesse. Yeah, I, I, I not and like in case I missed it on uh on your post. If you ever considered actually doing uh like wax packs or like having gum in there, you know, like the horrible, harsh, hurts your the roof of your mouth type gum or anything like that, like credit cards would have. Yeah, there's like I, of course I've thought of wax packs, but what's that'd be what's so stopped, cool. <laughs> it would, but what stopped me so far is that like I've got so many cards I want to make. So to take my focus away, because the way I do things, like I, it's I'm kind of one track mind. So if like I'm doing stuff, like if I'm doing a wax packs and the cards just have to go to the side because it has to be like the right thing, you know, it's, everything's got to be perfect. Um, so what I think I'm going to do is because some of the card sets I sell, I also offer them as singles. Um, everything I have is numbered to 50. So what has happened is a lot of my, like my sets are lopsided where like, people just want certain cards. So when, when I can't do a complete set anymore, those singles that are left over, I'll put those in packs as kind of like maybe mystery packs or something. Mm. But like, say if I'm making, you know, just what, um, what was the one you named off? Um, uh, big big trouble. trouble. Yeah. So say if I'm making a big trouble wax pack, a wet, a, a, a wrapper for that, I don't know that I would do that because, you already know what's in the pack. I mean, the, the, the element of surprise is gone Yeah, and, and you, you probably want to see the cards. So, you know, the, that's the only way I would do it is like, you know, if there's some element of surprise to like, you know, I, I'm collating different sets together. Um, or I thought about maybe like a wax pack as like a, um, like a, like an art piece, like a, like a add on type thing. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it'll it'll be something I eventually do. But right now, I just there's so many different things that I I've made hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of cards. But there's so many things I still want to do. There's a lot of ideas I have. It's just all of them take so much time. So it's you know it's like the uh, the wax packs will just have to wait. All right, I'm I'm sorry I asked. I know it's such a sensitive topic. Please forgive me. No, <laughs> no, I mean it's it's definitely something I've thought about. But like I I just. I can't take my mind off the actual cards to devote, 
yeah, the time no, to making just... the wax packs and making it authentic and, and, and sourcing the, the, the wax paper or whatever it is that, that was used and yeah. finding out how to seal them without burning up the cards or yeah. whatever. Maybe that company on the street does that too. They, they might. I've thought about asking, but like, I know if I ask them, then that would like totally switch my focus. Like, Oh, you do. So let mm -hmm. me go back home and uh, yeah. <laughs> fit around with this now. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Uh, back to the uh, see questions that I had sent here. As, have you made something? I might rephrase this question. Did you ever make something that you had planned on selling, but afterwards you're like, uh, I don't know if I want to you know, keep this for myself because I like it too much. Has that ever happened before? Or do you regret selling something, you know, like after the fact, like, ah, oh, damn it. Why did I do that? I had um, a, uh, uh, like a small run of figures I made for a collaboration with uh, uh, an illustrator who does like fantasy art named Chris Bacone. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, I feel bad if I butchered his last name, but it, cause it might be French, who knows? But, <laughs> but um, based on his artwork and um, where he did like some artwork of my characters and I, I, I made it part of the, the card back. And oh man, I really wish I kept them, kept one set because I'm really proud of them. Um, I still have the artwork, but it's just, it's not the same. It's like, I. I wish I still had had. Um, I wish I still had one of those because it was like it was one of my first like big collaborations, and I feel like I would, I would definitely want to, um, you know, maybe commemorate it a little more in my like personal collection of the things I made. I feel like um, I I do I definitely regret regret not keeping one of those for sure. All right, I'm sorry if I opened any uh, any wounds on that. They can forgive me. <laughs> you know, if if any of your questions take me on a dark path. <laughs> um, with me, there's never been anything that I've like sold that I didn't want to, um, because you know I could I can make personal copies for myself. Um, so there, there's that's I don't think that I, I have an like an applicable answer to that because there's I don't have anything that's one of a kind where like I'm wrestling with well should I sell this or not? Yeah. Um, I always have my own like master copies or whatever. No, I definitely also try to make master copies of oh. of, of whatever I do for myself. But sometimes, like, by the time I've made all of them, I just, I just get, I'm like, you know, I can't even look at them anymore. You know, I just want to get yeah. them out of my life. <laughs> sometimes. Yep. Is there um, anything that you, uh, you know, that you've, like, attempted to, to do that for whatever reason, it, it, it didn't work out like you, it just, you couldn't, like, get the right materials or it just didn't, it didn't work the way you wanted it to? Um, I've been trying to make an originally sculpted, like sculpt a figure from scratch forever. I mean, I really want to do it. I nothing against bootlegs because I really like the sort of um part of, of you know cutting a bunch of action figures and mixing and matching the parts and casting them and, and whatever than I usually do. But I I would love I would love to like from the ground up sculpt something. Um, I've been trying with like super sculpty for a while and I I do think I'm improving, but it's it's really hard it's really hard to do. It's like a really um. I don't know a very detail-oriented process. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm not. I'm not ready for it in in some regards. You know, um, I think uh, it it turns out okay. I, I would like to do that soon. Um, but definitely an original sculpted thing, uh, for sure, has been something that you know I've I've tried. I it, it's it's a long process, I guess. Like I'll brush on my computer too, hoping that that would would you know maybe make it a little a little easier. Um, and it had in some regards, but it's just that software is such a big learning curve. So 
I'm hoping to, you know, maybe put that on the back burner for a future project, I think. I've never, like, if if I go to do something, you know, if I want to emulate a card, I can kind of look at it and like, yeah, that's, that's way out of my wheelhouse. There's nothing, I, I don't think that I can recall that I've ever attempted, like, where I just threw my hands up. Um, I kind of stick to stuff that's, you know, you don't have to have an a, advanced computer graphic degree or whatever. Um, you know, just stuff before the early nineties. Um, you know, I don't try to extend beyond that. It, it that's kind of my, that's kind of my niche or my look is that kind of vintage look. Yeah. I think the, uh, the newest, if I'm not mistaken, you have is maybe Skybox. Yeah. Yeah. The, that's, it's a little bit different than the, the old tops looking stuff, but that I can still do. But like, if you yeah. get into like to the two thousands where you start foil stamping everything and stuff like that, it's just, it's not something Ooh. I can, that I've even looked at. Just, I just popped into my head and trading card wise. Would you ever attempt a uh, lenticular? If I, if I knew how, I guess, um, kind of, it, but it, I think that's along the lines of the wax packs where I'd, I'd get excess obsessed with it yeah. and everything else would kind of, um, get get left left in the uh left in the back on the back burner right. yeah i just I, I know those weren't big and they were expensive and when your your dad didn't want to buy that and as opposed to like a 25 cent pack of garbage pail kids so but it could be an, an interesting you know i see like a like like a guardian from big trouble in little china and like three uh three emotion that'd be pretty awesome i think or or yeah like uh what, what the, the storm or the uh the rain or whatever when they when they blow up Oh yeah! Oh no, pre, th yeah! Thunder! Yeah! 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 Pre, <laughs> pre blown up, blown up, pre blown up, blown up. Exactly. Yes. Uh, head, head, yeah. Would you would you ever consider a lenticular card back? Same shape, same uh, you know everything else, but like a little two or three motion. Oh, um, that would be so cool! I would love to do that. I don't know how it works or anything about it, but that would be great. I think that would only fit with my you know, the aesthetic that I have going to. So, yeah. no, I mean, if I could figure out how to do that, I actually made sure that you wouldn't sue me in 10 years if I decided. Oh. <laughs> uh, yes, I would. I would definitely. <laughs> Too careful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. What I didn't ask you guys to do, which I should have done at the start and I apologize for, was to uh, mention where people can find your wares and buy them. If you want to do that to make sure we get that in the show. Sure, sure. I have my Instagram which is, I guess, my main form of, I guess, communication slash, you know, uh, I don't know, just to see. I, it's the most updated of, of things I have going with my art stuff. So it's um, Nekusatsu underscore toys. Check the, the name the uh, of this podcast for the spelling. When it goes up, <laughs> you're going to have to probably do that. Yeah. But, um, I'll, I'll tag it in the, uh, the post. But, um, uh, yeah, because then there's hennyzack.com, which is like sort of like my uh, portfolio um but you can get to my shop buy stuff there all right i do have a, a dedicated website um for when i when i bring out a new card phantomcardboard.com um that you get the card and like my thought press my process my thought process of what went into the card my general musings that sort of thing um why i did what i did what how it connects um, I use Instagram, you know, as sort of a short form. I don't, you know, here's the card and I hope you like it sort of thing. The link in my bio in my Instagram will go to my store envy store. So if you want to collect any of the cards, um, that's where you can go. It's right in the bio. Otherwise it's, um, 
phantomcardboard.storeenvy.com. I usually link the where you can get the card in on my website too. Like you know, the the latest post will have it at the bottom of the the post. You know, get get yours here, sort of thing. Before we go, it's, this is something I started doing, which has nothing to do with what we talked about tonight. Uh, I had a, uploaded a clip to show someone specifically in a past episode, but I've been showing other guests. Would you like to see a clip of me ruining a blues jam from about twenty years ago? Uh, why not? <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay, here it goes. There you go. <laughs> I would have I wouldn't been none the wiser. That that sounded like blues to me. <laughs> the, the did, did that involve alcohol? No, actually, it didn't. You just I, was, fell? I, I did not fall. I purposely you know, dove I, into the drum set. <laughs> huh? you just you just hate blues? No, no. The I, I didn't care for the person who was running the show. I actually, I actually I didn't hear it. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you see it? No, no, no. Uh, well, I mean, it would have been a really, really uh, screwed up blues session if you, you know, didn't end up playing anything at all. So maybe that's what oh. you were referring to, you know? Oh, I'm very confused now, but I don't know what happened or what you saw or not. I'm, I'm very confused. <laughs> it's just, just it's taking a wrong, just taking a weird turn. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know either. I've been having some technical difficulties. It's really basically what I did. I just I shared well, a video you know, of me diving into a drum set at a at an open blues jam. That's all. I just feel like I'd want to know more about that than just the clip. I want to know like why why you didn't like the guy and why you did that and <laughs> what you what you thought was going to be the outcome and what was well, the outcome. What I thought was I thought there was going to be a fight, so I was ready for that, but that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he was it was this guy who ran a blues jam, and he was very full of himself. Like he was, it was like, you know, it, it, it was just too weird. And then and the bass player wasn't all that much better. So I knew the drummer. Well, you know, you don't, get, well, you, you don't, you don't get into drum sets, you know, some, some things happen, have to happen before that to, you know, to, to, to open the, the gateway. Yeah. So my my clip is, is is all we we're, we're seeing here. My my reasoning was very minimal and kind of selfish, you, you, but you, I had my video camera, so I just did it. <laughs> hey, get this on camera. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it just my, my friend was playing drums and he was okay with it, so he knew it was coming. If that clears up anything for you. <laughs> I'd still like to want no more. <laughs> well tell you what, we'll um we'll come back in a week and we'll talk about just that for for an hour. How about that? I'm down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll I'll make a card That's of good. it. Would you really? I probably couldn't because there's probably like I need a good enough image, but oh. I, I can see it in my head and it's glorious. <laughs> oh, thank that could be the first lenticular card. There, yeah. You, before <laughs> before the drum set, into the drum set. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right then. Um, yeah, we're just about at the at the hour mark here. So again, I want to thank you both uh, very very much for taking the time to do this and riding along and dealing with my little my escapades of stupidity at the end uh so thank you both a ton for for being on i appreciate it yeah yeah thanks all right and i uh, hope you have like a good night <laughs> you too <laughs> all right see you later all right bye-bye bye yeah you too this was really fun I want answers. No. 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 No.